We continue to hear that digital transformation remains a priority for many business leaders in Asia. That said, transformation means different things to different functions within an organization. Yes, there are common themes like enhanced customer experience, improved productivity, and greater collaboration, not just among employees, but even business partners. But outside the rhetoric about the holistic benefits to be achieved with transformation, it falls on the CIO to introduce changes in either technology or workflow to facilitate that transformation. In today's podcast for Future CIO, we are pleased to have with us Carter Bussey, Chief Information Officer at WorkCattle, to walk us through the realities of automation and integration. Carter, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. And thank you for, for having us today. It's exciting. I know this is the second time you've talked to, uh, to Workato and the Workato team here, so looking forward to it. Well, it's always nice to get a, an update from Workato as far as what innovations are happening on the workplace. To frame the dialogue for this morning, I'd like to ask Carter to talk about us a little bit about Workato and also how you as a CIO are working internally to get this automation intelligence integration running properly within the organization. So Workato, I, I actually am a, I've been a big believer of the space Workato's in for probably about 15 years now, this whole integration automation space. And uh, I was using our competitor products for years. I saw Workato six years ago, and now I've been here for three years. I, I When I talk to other CIOs, I, I can tell you the marketing speak, but this is how I talk to CIOs about what Workato can do. It's, it's five things. It's number one, if you want to integrate, if you want to run an automate a process across many applications, you need the integration. And if you have a modern cloud stack, we are the number number one integration provider across a modern cloud stack and, and for, for true process automation. Number two is data pipelines in and out of your data lake. A lot of our customers use that for to bring data into data lake, transform it, and then push data back out to applications or, or a product. Number three, with our work bots in Teams and Slack, oftentimes this process automations need a human interaction, maybe a, maybe a justification or an approval, written approval. Instead of going to clunky ERP systems, you can do it in an application like Teams and Slack that you can use every day. And we have or kick off a process. And then number four is we this process automation is done with what we call recipes. It's this fun name we use to, to do workflow automation. These recipes. The recipes can be very can expose very easily as, as an API. So we have one lead management process today. We expose it as an API very easily with literally a radio button. And our partners can use the same process, feed their process. So and then number five is what we're just launching is, is that Workato apps. Imagine building a, an application, a UI on top of a process, kick off a process, a middle of a process. You can do that. You can expose externally or internally with Workato. And all this is built with an amazing enterprise scale. Um, that's our founders are, are from Tipco, an amazing built-in governance. So you can actually give uh, this low-code, no low-code interface and give it to the business in a secure, safe manner. It's built into the product. So it literally allows, allows CIOs to scale fast across those five areas. In some of these new products that you're rolling out, as a CIO, have you tried some of them internally yourselves? Oh, gosh, we are customer zero. I should have mentioned that. You meant, you asked me that before. Yes, we are customer zero, and it's fun. We, uh, I was talking to our CTO, and he said, Carter, you guys push us more than any of our customers. So we are the first ones to try it. We give a lot of feedback. I'm the one pushing my team about it. Uh, so yes, we get to use these features before our customers get it, and we try them. We try them, and we actually run little hackathons on them internally. Now, Gartner says when it comes to digitalization, 60% of organizations struggle to scale digital initiatives. Pilots work okay, but then when it comes to actually making it round across the entire enterprise, they struggle. Why do you think this is that? 
Yeah. So Alan, I've, I've been practicing IT for over 30 years and leading IT teams for about 25 years now, mainly in the Bay Area. And um, digital transformation, yes, it's a, it's a buzzword. Digitization is a buzzword. And we're always challenged by that. And we have since working with the business leaders. Now, why these numbers are not very good, my true opinion is, is really IT and business isn't working together. They're not collaborating enough together. I, I truly believe that. That's where the, the crux of that is. And Mercado, we just came out with a book, actually our CEO did about this new automation model. Mindset. And I tell you, I wish I read this book about 20 years ago because I needed this to actually work better with the business. And it actually walks through these three mindsets that I think if IT leaders actually think about this, they'll work better with the business. And I think these numbers are going to get a lot better. But the mindsets are all about idea of this, this growth mindset where you're working with the business to actually think about how you can grow the company together and actually how to pivot when, when challenges are, are tough. And the second mindset is a process mindset. And that's where you're actually thinking about the data flowing through a process instead of a, of, a, of a task mindset and business process mindset. And then the third one is really, I think the most important one is, is the idea of a scale mindset. And a scale mindset is where you actually include the business in actually building your digital transformation. You actually include builders in the business and open up the admin rights to applications and actually have the business help you build products internally. So that's where I think future IT leaders is to really bring the business into helping you build these internal digitization projects. Uh, how can enterprises get to the next level in their transformation journey or digitalization journey using automation to help expedite these transformation efforts? You know, it's, I talk a lot with other CIOs about how you start these journeys and how you start these processes. And, and it really it starts with what can you control, Mr. IT leader, Mr. CIO? What can you control in your environment? What do you want to automate first? Because I guarantee the business wants to know, how do I start? Where do I start? So it's always really about What's that painful process? Maybe it's a closing tickets on, on employees' laptops. Maybe it's it's an onboarding process. It's a painful process for you. There's so many steps to it. But think about an automation of that process first is where you start and then take it to the business. Take it say, hey, Mr. Sales leader, Mr. Marketing leader, Mr. Customer support leader, look what we can automate with these tools we have in place. I can help you scale the sales process. I can help you reduce cost and, and support, but let me show you how we did it in IT and maybe we can work together and brainstorm on some of these processes and how to automate. That's what the business leaders are looking for. They're looking for how to start, where to start. What would you say are the key challenges that enterprises will face as they try to uh, automate particularly complex workflows and processes? And how do they overcome these challenges? And I think it starts with some soft skills first. It's There's a fear. When you hear automate, there's an internal fear, especially with people lower down the organization, at least when they hear automate. So there's a definite emotional reaction that people get. In fact, I got that. We were, we were putting in some AI and automation into our internal ticketing process. I had one of our level one support team members. What is What happens to my job when you automate this? And I said, listen, we're going to up-level you. You're going to be creating the automation. You're going to be training your AI uh, LLM. So we're going to actually up-level you as a person and, and think about your how your resume will grow. So you got to get over that fear first is a huge challenge. That's number one. The last question is where do they start? People just don't know. Businesses don't know. They hear automate, they read about it. Their CEO says we got to automate. They just don't know where to start. And it's really up to IT leaders to, to help them through that with that, you know, the last question we had. And then third is really picking the right vendor. We think of automation as integration-led automation, which is really for long-term automation, for true process automation, for end-to-end -end process automation. There's other vendors in the space that sell 
automation, but it's really for task-based automation. And they're automating clicks of a mouse and taps on a keyboard. But that only gets you so far. It really does. You're just automating a, a manual process. But if you pick the right vendor that actually thinks about the end-to-end -end process of automation, you're going to go a lot farther. And actually a tool that actually helps you give automation to the business users who actually are close to it, that's the right vendor to go with. Drawing from your experiences, what key learnings can you share for other CIOs tasked with the same responsibility of automating and integrating? Yeah, right. And tying back to my other questions about start in your environment first. Start there first, but again, yes, give it to the business. But some of the key learnings are when you give it to the business, give it with some framework. We practice this framework called the GEARS framework, which stands for Govern, Enable, Adopt, Run, Scale. So it's a framework that we have working with a lot of our customers to implement this framework within our product too, to actually give it to the business in a safe, secure manner than, than have IT put those automations into production. Because I tell you, we did it here and some customers are doing it, younger customers customers of ours that have kind of like given more cutter to the business and their people will just go and they're automating and they're creating these automations. But the business really thinks of a happy path of own automation. But as we all know, and as CIOs and data and, and systems, there's not always a happy path. Data may fail or something, some other system may go down. You got to build it with some error handling. So that's what this Gears framework helps you. And yeah, my key learnings is give it to the business, but give it with some guardrails and guidance. While the principles and technology behind automation are universal, how automation is applied to each department is likely going to be different, and possibly the experiences of affected employees or staff will differ depending on the culture and the, the openness to new ideas, especially if you're really old people like myself. As a CIO, <laughs> what's your approach to minimizing the tension in the process of introducing automation in workloads or integrating new ways of work into existing operations? Yeah, it, it kind of addresses some of the first question is you got to reduce that fear and reduce that fear is give them some training, meet them where they are. We're, we're caught on when you have automation everywhere, but we're constantly sitting down with departments. We just sat down with our HR department last week in Singapore, where the people ops team is. And we walked them through how to use Workado again a bit. We have some new employees and, and we actually walked them through. We actually did a, a, a little hackathon with them and we gave them some examples. We gave them a, a, a safe environment. We talked them through some use cases and then they just went on the key board, they had their training. There's some certifications they had to do before this. So it wasn't like just Workado one-on-one training, but they, they knew how to use Workado, but then give them some use cases, set up the connections and actually allow them to build automations. And it takes attention away. And it's amazing. It is amazing the empowerment they feel when they see the automation happen. It's almost you're creating happy employees. It's, it's actually kind of fun to see. We do this quite a bit, these hackathons. The uh, last 18 months or so, there's been a lot of buzz around artificial intelligence, especially with the launch of ChatGPT in November last year. So following the new universal interest around ChatGPT, how do you see AI supporting both the modernization efforts of the organization? And if you could, can you share any best practices that CIO can take with them? I'm super excited about this. I've never been probably more excited than IT than well, I guess I, when the internet came out. When the internet came out and applications were being put on the cloud, enterprise applications, that got me super excited because I was a person doing mainframe and client server applications. And so I've never been more excited since then. I'm actually more excited. I think we, we all need to automate these processes, talking talk about automating processes, but if you can add an LLM or chat or a, a AI within your business process, think about how much more improved that process could be. For example, in order to cash 
batch process. That's something we, we automate all the time with our customers. But imagine if you could put an AI LLM in there that, that takes that when you're closing that, that order and it, you get about to provision it and needs the CFO's approval stamp, right? Imagine if you could feed an LLM to the cost of this transaction, what the pricing of this transaction is. Imagine if you can actually maybe a credit rating of the customer we're about to sign up, uh, maybe in public information like an S1 or something of the customer. You could feed this into an LLM and actually give it a score for, for our CFO to say, this is a good deal. Right now, it takes a lot of time and, and they actually put in digital brain inside these processes. I can't wait. And we have so many other use cases in here I could talk to you about, about AI that we're actually building right now. But just imagine having a digital brain inside a process to help you with some decision making. And um, yeah, what's this, the second question was? Any um, best practice that you could uh, offer to CIOs who are going to help introduce this AI or maybe even yeah. go against implementing AI at the beginning? Maybe we'll give a yes. wake up call. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was the one that had to turn off ChatGPT and put some guy like right away. And it wasn't fun. First, yeah, lessons learned. Go with caution. Don't feed these public models your customer data. There are these these models now that, that we all hear about OpenAI and, and Anthrospoke and BARD. They all have enterprise services now where you can feed it data in a safe, secure way. So set those relationships up, definitely. The biggest thing I've been doing is talking to my peers and my network. Uh, we, we're luckily in the Bay Area with a very tight CIO network. I was out in, in Singapore, you guys have a very tight network. We have a tight network there too, but get with your peers and see what they're doing. I, I did a dinner last night and I asked the person for their, they have a chat GPT policy at work. I'm like, can I borrow that please? <laughs> so put some processes and policies in place, but don't slow it down. You cannot slow down. Give the business and give your IT team the tools to, to experiment. They have got to experiment with this. That's what we're doing internally here. We have our relationship with some LLM vendors. We have it in a safe place and we're allowing people to try it out. Always with a human before something goes in production now. So get your gargoyles down, get your governance now down, but then give it to the people who want to experiment with it because you will find an amazing creativity. And we've seen that here. Some really neat things happening. Now coming into 2024, what do you envision will be the bigger challenges and priorities perhaps for CIOs? I think we just addressed it. One of the biggest challenges is like, I, I just got off the phone with our head of sales. Is that he's got me all these projects to back up for AI. Like it's, it's the new shiny object, right? So we were going down a path of, of is implementing implementing some some traditional systems here internally like like a billing and a, you've ordered a cash but now ai is a hot topic so it's a big challenge we, we need to do it like i said before we got to do it in a safe secure manner but give it to the business the biggest thing too is data data is going to be a, a top challenge now it's even more of a top challenge now because with, with the excitement around ai the answers you get from ai are only as good as data you put into it so if you feed ai bad data it'll give you a bad answer so i really feel like and that's been one of my priorities even before gen ai came out is is data, making sure we have clean, governed, and high-quality data, I think is, is extremely key as we go as we're challenged by AI. Carter, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan, and thank you for having us. That was Carter Bussey, Chief Information Officer at Workato on the topic of overcoming challenges in automation and integration. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now. Music.